321, welcome to the show. This is something like that with Nav. It's me, the one and only Nav. Hence the reason why the name is on the title of the show itself. It's like, yes, we have 10 people. Uh, but anyway, hey, uh, today's show is going to be slightly different. I'm going to try to make this the shortest show ever because I was inspired by this particular movie that's been circulating on the internet lately. It's a Malaysian movie, it's a short film. But trust me, when I say short film, this movie is approximately about 10 minutes plus, but it has the entire thing that's something that you watch for two hours cramped up into 10 minutes. And it's amazing. The minimal dialogues and uh, I don't know, man, you have to watch it to find out all about it. But it is created by a mind creation film company. And uh, it is, uh, let's say, written and directed by Punitan Manogran, features uh, Kali Mamani, Egavali, Christopher Anthony, Akashit, Akshayan Mohana. Okay, this is where I slotted names. I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm going to get my guest to do that for me. It is the lead, of course. Uh, he plays the role Raj in the movie. It is Christopher Anthony. Hey, Chris. How you doing, man? Hey, Nesta. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Sorry, I almost slotted all the names down there. So I better stop it before your colleagues sue me for no reason. <laughs> there wasn't many names, but you got almost, almost all of them okay. Wasn't many names, dude. I'm. I was reading the credits, and it looked like as though there was like a, a Avengers production, dude. The list was pretty long, man. It was a pretty long. Yeah, we we. I think it's the crew. Um, the full names, like even the director, Punidan, is a friend of mine, and uh, we go on a full name is like Punidan Manoberan, so it's a bit long. But then again, I can't complain. Mine is Christopher Anthony, it's also quite long. So if only you knew my full name, but. <laughs> it's half- that that you see the thing the screen down there that wouldn't be enough if I put in my full name there, man. <laughs> okay. So tell me about this movie, man. I I know the whole gist of it. I I don't want to explain it. I want you to give us a a teaser. It is going to be tough because it is a ten minute movie, and to give talk about that movie would be like giving out everything. So without giving out everything, could you just give us, uh, let's say, a glimpse of the entire movie? It's called uh, Sami Vandrichi, right? Yeah. Uh, in uh, in English, it's uh, God has arrived. God has arrived, yeah. So just give me a, give me a glimpse, a synopsis of the movie itself. Okay. Um, Tommy Manchester, please. The movie actually touches a lot about what's uh, uh, happening right now. Actually, a lot of people, uh, because of financial crisis, they actually sort of like uh, take uh, loans from loan sharks and um, they get stuck uh, in the middle. And they don't know where to go and how to do it. I mean, how to uh, pay back. And they try to find different ways to, to try to like, solve this matter. Because obviously, these loan sharks and everything, they will come with their para. And, you know, they want to... Yeah, true. Just to, just to get back. Right? So these people, they have, I mean, they run out of hope. They don't know where to go. And uh, usually what people do, they start praying. So the story is about that. And uh, he actually kind of like holds this loan shark. And he really has to get this money back as soon as he can because uh, the loan shark is like already threatening him to, you know, I'm going to do something to your family or something like that. So, yeah, so it, it's about him. Um, he's a person who's like, I got to work and I got to get the money. And I got to pay for this, this money. Money, I have to work for it. 
But then, of course, then there's the wife who actually believes that maybe we should pray and, you know, Meet all the special mediums that's uh, which which I have seen it very much. It's like because uh, when I was watching that particular movie, the entire thing, it's like I've seen this and I've known people who actually do this. It's like this particular movie, I've seen it happen in a lot of families, I've seen it happen in a lot of friends. The exact thing is when you when all fails, you go to this particular medium or you know, the special temples that would. Either one, they give you a number, okay, hoping that you strike next day and they settle everything, or else it's like some other miracles do happen. In some cases, yes, you're pulling a fast one, no one believes it. In the other case, like, it does happen. It does work out for many. So it, whatever has been portrayed in this movie was uh, wonderful, man. And, of course, the callousness of parents was also portrayed in this movie. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, um, I, I wouldn't say exactly uh, the callousness because you know, I'm the dad, you see. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> in my defense, I only went to take a bath, and then you know, the kid is gone. So, uh, yeah, it also portrays how uh, parents struggle uh, in times like this, in financial crisis, how they are struggling to also be a good parent as well as uh, you know, trying to meet, make ends meet, and you know, trying to do what they can. And this is where this whole complication comes in, because like. Should we believe in God? Should we, should we just do what we need to do? Because in this, this, yeah, this, this movie is actually portraying um, a line from Tirukkural. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, okay, I, I can't remember the whole line. It, it isn't really long, but um, I have to admit my temper isn't really great. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, that's what the line Trust me, you're not the only one in this. Uh, yeah, well, not the only one. But... Uh, <laughs> Good enough to actually go about everyday talking, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a different thing about the language, man. When you go and have conversations among friends, it's fine. But the moment you switch out a mic or you want to do proper stuff, automatically everything disappears, you know. Like for me, I can converse with someone in Tamil. But the moment I speak proper Tamil, that's it. I forget my entire Tamil vocabulary for some particular reason. I don't know why is that, man. Sorry, let's get yeah. back to you. Now, not about me. Uh, continue. You were saying about the Thirukkural thingy? Yeah, so, so this was, um, uh, it was about the, about Tirukkura and uh, about faith. So this, this movie predominantly is about faith and how nothing can come in between you and faith and how faith will always uh, come back for you, uh, no matter what kind of shortcuts you take, no matter uh, what kind of loopholes you may find, you may think that there may be a solution, but uh, faith will always find its way. And... Uh, Faith in this can could be God. So that's how you go like God has arrived, faith has arrived, and that's what's happening in this movie. There's a different interpretation for uh, how you want to look at the whole thing, la. But the yeah. dialogues, what what amazed me was uh, this is a short film, so uh, the, the dialogues were pretty much minimal, but every single line actually caught the attention. That's one of it that uh, caught my attention was uh, the wife. Your wife was telling you that uh, when you were teasing something about. This is what I got, you know, after seeing the so-called person. And this is what I got. So then your wife goes around and... Uh, I don't want to spoil her, but you have to watch the movie to see this particular scene. It's like, so what? When the money comes, then only you believe God. <laughs> you know, those kind of things. Which happens practically in a lot of cases. You know, everyone says that I'm pious, I'm religious and so on. But then again, if it doesn't work out for you, all of a sudden you don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you got to watch this yeah. movie. Like, I, I'm trying my level best not to expose or rather tell a lot about this movie without actually exp- 
you know, holding back a lot of things. So if, for those who like to find out more, you have to click the link on this particular post to check out the movie. It's on YouTube. Let's talk about the cast members. Uh, who's involved in this particular uh, movie? That's, uh, if I could recall, that was you, your wife, the grandmother, uh, the uh, so-called drug lord, the drug lord's assistant, the kid. So it's about six, six, seven of you guys, right? Yeah, 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 I think. So please tell me about them, a little bit about them. Uh, who's who? Okay, um, uh, you have um, uh, the 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 priest guy. Um, okay. He is, uh, his name is DJ Mahadev. Um, he's a new a new actor. Uh, let me talk about me, but I'm actually not an actor. <laughs> I'm actually really? a photographer. Yes, I am not. I. Okay, before we get to the cutters, let me say something. Um, I was given the script to, to, to review on it and to critique on, on the story by the director. The director has always been a long-time friend of mine, and he's always been uh, following my work in photography, and he's, he's always liked my work in photography. And um, he passed me the script and said, uh, I mean, what do you think about this? Let's have a look at the story and tell me what do you think about the story. That was what uh, the initial plan was. And so I, I read the story, uh, and I thought that um, it was a it was a very unique story. It was something different, and uh, it was wasn't a regular uh, sort of like you know gangster lovey movie kind of thing. So I kind of liked it. I told him I, I I like it. I think I think I have something good here. I can't wait to see the result. And that's when he told me he's like, and that there's a role for you in it. And I was like, oh what? <laughs> Uh, that was not a role. That's the role, man. Yeah, I mean, he said that you have a role. So I was immediately like, okay. I mean, thinking, I mean, uh, as a photographer, I kind of like know how I look and maybe with the beard and everything, I was like, this has to be Xavier. This has to be the drug lord. I, I, I don't mind being the baddie. I kind of like being the baddie. Uh, but no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're you're going to be the lead cast. And I uh, was like, uh, well, okay. Let's just try it out anyway. So it was just a, a random thing that I did. Uh, I just wanted to see how far I can go. Yeah. Well, I must say you did an amazing job. I didn't know until you just mentioned that you were. Uh, this is your first acting gig. It is. It is very natural. Yeah. Did you? Do you have plans of going further with this? Um, a lot of my friends have been asking me the same thing. It's like, why not do you go further? Why not you go further? I think there's nothing really holding me back from going further to try. Uh, but then again, um, I must understand that uh, I am not uh, an actor, have not been trained for this. Um, I wouldn't expect to, to, to land any uh, prominent roles and things, but I think uh, if I'm given the time to, to practice further and if uh, you know, things were to work better, yeah, I, I, I actually kind of enjoy the whole acting process, the whole shooting and everything. It was fun being in front of the camera for once instead of behind it. Um, and so yeah, I think yeah, I, I think I'll definitely try it again. Nice. And uh, is, is that the same case for everybody else? Is everybody are uh, uh, fresh to the acting world? Uh, because I know your party wasn't. Party was Carl uh, Maman. Uh, uh, let me get the name right. Can you just help me out with the name here? I don't want to mispronounce yeah. the name here. Kali Maman. Yeah, Kali Maman. Yeah. She's been deaf in the Malaysian acting industry for a very, very, very long time. She's like, in yeah. India, you have Manorama, here we have Hilla. Yeah, That's how it is. 
one of them veterans. Um, um, I mean, a lot of people when they when they look at him, like this party can be very strict, you know. You know, like yeah, oh shit. In person. In person, I met her once twice. She was strict, but she was also fun, lah. Uh, oh yes, it's, it's very fun. Uh, she actually kind of like um, after the shooting and everything. A month later, a couple of weeks back, um, she called me and uh, she's like, "How are you doing, Zambi? How's everything?" And uh, I connected with her immediately because uh, apparently her, one of her friends, uh, her children is in uh, in Klang, where I'm, I'm from. Okay. And I told her, "Party, I did see you in Klang before once." And uh, yeah, so we we kind of connected there, and we were talking. I uh, I really enjoyed the company, and she is so good <laughs> in acting. She is so good. Just oh, say something. You... Oh, she is so good. She, she I, is so talented. I, I <laughs> love watching her in st- on stage plays. Movies yeah, is one uh, thing, but stage plays is another thing altogether. And I love watching her do her stuff over there. She's amazing, man. Yeah, the the the, the I think the major difference between. Uh, I'm not much of an actor again, but I know a lot about um, what we see about acting, and I can say, yeah, stage plays. Um, what the the kind of concept which I had when I was doing this is that okay, the camera is focusing on me, and I'm going to have to shoot this scene. I was trying my best to actually uh, portray the expression uh, from the eyes in the beginning, from in, from my eyes. And then, um, then I kind of like use my body uh, to express it more because I know that the script is very minimal and everything. But then it hit me, it's frightening. Um, this itself is already for me uh, so taxing because I'm just asking. Just imagine those uh, stage actors and actresses. Yeah. Their whole body is in. So every twitch of the finger, uh, every movement of their body, every sway of their head. Uh, everything is being seen uh, in person, so uh, that's total acting for me. I think I think that's something else altogether. Nice man, nice. And uh, the, the rest of the cast members, like we were talking earlier, are they all fresh, or the uh, are they also been they have they been um, in the scene for a very long time? Pardon my, my, my ignorance, my... because I haven't really been getting to that part of the uh, industry much. So, no worries. Uh, my my pair, uh, Amu Amu Tiruniam. Uh, she is uh, she is she's a seasoned actress. She's acted in a lot of movies before this, and uh, I was actually quite shy because like I'm a beginner, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Amu, you think I can do this?" And I was like, yeah, of course you can do it. Just try and um, we we really picked up the rhythm over there. I think the the re- main reason why me and she like really linked up because um, her son. Uh, her son is actually Afian. The boy in the movie is actually okay. her son, and uh, she, uh, her son, is almost the same age as my daughter Aviana. Okay. And, uh, so we we immediately started talking about our children a lot, and everything. Oh, mine does this, my daughter does this, mine does this. Daughter. <laughs> so uh, it was easier to understand, and uh, even I I I I got to know her husband, and uh, he is also a very talented. on the other hand, the, the boy, my son in the movie, 
Um, I think it comes from his genes. His dad is an amazing <laughs> actor. This boy nice. is so good too. Uh, yeah. He, he was very natural in the movie itself. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is very natural. Um, he was definitely uh, very upbeat about the whole thing. Uh, he was saying and he was talking. He was very friendly. He's one of those very friendly kids that is like, very easy to talk to. And um, there were so many times when we were like, okay, I think this is going to be a difficult time to execute this shot, uh, this scene. And uh, the, the boy just just pulled it off. Like, he was like, really good at that. Uh, um, well, and he's a handsome boy. I think we are going to look at him more. Awesome, man. But this this whole movie, uh, how long? I, I understand last year, of course, it is it was a tough year to decide whether, when you want to do production, when you want to do movie, with all the restrictions, the ACMCO and whatever not. So when exactly this movie was shot and how long did it take to shoot this movie? Well, we took, uh, we took uh, to shoot it, we took about three days. Uh, because um, the reason a lot of people are asking, are asking me, uh, why does the movie end uh, in 10 minutes? Like, why is it 10 minutes? Well, to be honest, uh, I think uh, the story of Sami Wanderski would, be, would have been portrayed in a, in a much more better way uh, if it had a longer, we had a longer time, to, a runtime to execute. But we, it was uh, at 10 minutes because it was made uh, for a short film competition. Uh, to it had to meet the requirements for the competition, which is ten minutes within ten minutes. So we okay. left it in, yeah. So that's why it's short, and it's also very packed. It's very, uh, very fast moving, fast paced. But um, yeah, so in that ten minutes, uh, what we can shoot, we of course we wouldn't need too much time to shoot the whole thing. So that's where we we managed to do everything within three days. No, which that's amazing because I have to give props up or rather credit to uh, the writers for this particular movie because to cramp up an entire series to put all the storyline from the start to the very end to tell an entire story in 10 minutes. Dude, this conversation is taking us about 20 minutes. This is just talk to talk about the movies more than about 20 minutes and he did it within 10 minutes or whoever it's there. Uh, I mean, the amount of people involved in writing the whole uh, the movie itself. And also, the another thing that caught my attention, I'm not much... I can't just elaborate much on uh, cinematography or details, but for visually, as a common person watching something like this, it was kind of refreshing because uh, you could see the quality of the production, the shots, the angles that were taken for this particular movie. It is somewhat on the upper scale professional level, like this in comparison with most of the programs you watch on TV, right? For the local production. And uh, I must say, the whole team did an amazing job on that one, too. You got to excuse me. I mean, I might. Say, try to sound like someone professional who knows about camera and angles, but honestly, I do not know much. I know nuts about it. I can just say as a viewer, that's that's, that's about it I can go for. But for the uh, production people out there, you might want to check this out to see for yourselves and to know how amazing uh, that this movie was. And in terms of response, how was it so far for you guys? Well, we, we received very good response um, right off the bat when we, when we, post, when we launched it on YouTube. Um, we saw a bit about 3K views, like in, in, the, in, the, in the next like three, four, five days, uh, which was very good response. And the feedback, the uh, I, I mean, since this was the first time for me, I, I received uh, messages uh, nonstop the whole first few days. And uh, basically, it was like a lot of faces and feedback of what the movie is. They were very, very thrilled. 
Now, I, I come from a place in fact called Kampong Jawa where I had uh, I, a lot of friends from Malay and my network of friends had a lot of Malay friends as well. And uh, even they were very excited for the movie and they were like, oh, Gila nak suar lagi. Then I think they were very happy. And uh, I was actually happy that um, the movie wasn't just like, uh, although it was a Tamil movie, it, I think it was more of a Malaysian movie because we were talking about um, uh, the the PCP, the, the MPO, that's going on at this time. And uh, it's something that connected all of us together. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a people talking Tamil, people Malay, people speaking English, the Chinese. We were all connected at that time, uh, at this time in, in, in this pandemic. I think that's what connected everyone in this movie as well. They felt it. Oh, Yeah, I get it. Imagine the pain of that. Yeah, because, like I said, it's like it's not uh, based on the stories or the articles that you read in the papers or watch the news. Uh, the people who are uh, stuck at the present moment during S- uh, MCO, the financial burden they have on that. Along's going around lately. There's been a lot of that happening. And uh, this movie yeah. came out at just the right time, man. It's just like everything people could relate to it and the dangers of it. Well, people can be aware of the whole thing. Which is uh, wonderful, and the good news is this: or for the benefit of our listeners of this particular program, it has subtitles on it, so you don't have to worry about the language. You have subtitles. Anybody and everybody, as long as you can read, hey, it's a okay. Everybody can understand of the movie, man. It's amazing, and uh, I see you vaping. I see you vaping, which means you are also uh, one of those guys, right? Vapors. Yep, yep, you too. And you run a business of vaping, also, right? Let's get it. Let's yeah. talk about you, La Virgin. Let's put the movie aside for a while. So the uh, for the cast members, production directors, and all. Uh, this time, I'm just going to talk about Chris for a while. Uh, so, what is it that you do since you're not acting? Uh, what, what is that your daily life? What is it like? Okay, I I have. I mean, I've been doing photography for the longest time. Uh, event photography, wedding photography, and um, photography has been a bit slowed down recently due to the pandemic. And uh, to be honest, um, even though if there were much events, I kind of like slowed down on photography a bit because I'm having a bit of difficulties with my equipment. Um, main equipment is just gone. Something's wrong with it, and uh, okay. because of the, I can't get it fixed. So that's that's another headache on one side. So that's one that's one of my the things I do mainly photography. Okay. And on the other side, I actually run a, a small bit business. And um, yeah, uh, I have a, a vape shop which I run. And, nice. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to share the experience of vaping as an alternative to cigarettes because um, when I wanted to quit uh, smoking, uh, I knew that uh, I was I was about to get married. Then I was like, uh, if when I get married and when I have a child, I don't want to be smoking around my kids. So I need to. I, I really need to quit this cancer stick as soon as I can. And uh, then my friend suggested this to me. I was like, "That's interesting," because I always like flavors. And I was like, "Okay." And um, I'm a clang boy, and um, I don't know if sirap bandung is a clang thing, but I like sirap bandung so much. So I wanted to try the sirap bandung vape thing, and I was I was baffled. I was like, "How do you get this into this?" Like, sirap bandung is my favorite drink. <laughs> I am in, I'm inhaling my drink here, and uh, why would I need? Cigarettes anymore after this. I remember those days. Two in one lie. Share... Two in one lie. You can smoke no. and you can drink at the something like that oh. at the same time. And now you can like eat as well as wait as well because 
they've got American brownies and this and that, so many different flavors you can choose from. So I'm I'm a coffee lover. I'm a coffee lover, so I get a lot of coffee stuff going on. But dude, vape is another thing. I mean, I know we're sidetracking from movies to vaping right now, but uh, well, vape is rocket science for me, man. But I just decided that, okay, I'm just going to pick up this particular thing because I'm a brand new guy. I have no idea whatsoever about vaping. I walk into the store, I see the variety that goes on, and then they tell, tell me that whatever I'm using is basically amateur for amateurs. Then you have, you know, level one, level two, level three, and it's like rocket science for me, man, when I walk into a vape shop. I don't know how you guys do it, man. Yeah. No, I, I think what's more important is just uh, understanding that um, it's, it's a nicotine replacement uh, method. Yeah. And a lot of people think that a very bad uh, misconception that goes around vaping is like people thinking that we're trying to say that vaping is healthy. No, we're not. We're not saying vaping is healthy. Neither we're saying that uh, it is definitely dangerous. Um, but what all we're saying is that uh, it's, it's a better alternative compared to cigarettes. It's a harm reduction strategy that's going on here. So it doesn't really matter what kind of uh, gear you're on, what kind of things you're using. So you're using like, expensive devices and everything, or using really cheap devices. To be honest, like the one I have here, um, this is like from my shop, and it's an old version of it. This is a, it's a cheap thing. So this things, the, the cheaper ones, we are more than happy to actually sell because you're selling it to to people uh, who are beginning. And okay. then you have expensive stuff. Let me show you. This is this is my most beloved uh, Hexome. It's one wow. of those, yeah, really tough ones, and uh, that's my favorite. That's very pricey. I don't know, man. It, I, for me, like I said, I just want something plug and play. That's about it. But I see people opening up, cleaning, and doing this and that. Oh man, that's a hassle for me, dude. Is it? Is it still Wait. the same? Is it? Well, you are in the right time now because now people are moving. the The trends have changed a lot. The, the, the big ones, when you see, those were the days where actually we come back home. Uh, you know, we cut tarong and sit down and put some. Yeah, it's like you're doing surgery and all. Uh... So you put your death lamp and then you sit down and then you start coiling making a coil and you're building it, you're putting the coffee. And then after, once you're done, it's like basically like rolling your own cigarette, you know? So once you're yeah. done rolling a perfect cigarette, then you take it and wow, this is... <laughs> yeah. I, I doubt be... I have the patience for that, man. I might just throw the whole thing away. It used to be like that. And now we're looking at something which is more easier uh, because people are always on the go. So we have uh, the one the one you're using, is, is, it's called a, a Caliban. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can see it through the camera. Oh, <laughs> the not bad. You can just see the stick and you know already. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you own a shop. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And I thought, like, yeah, that's the Caliban. I know that. So, oh, man. Caliban, you just like sort of plug it up and uh, just fill it up and then you're good to go. So, devices are becoming more simpler. And uh, recently, there are more devices which are actually becoming even more simpler. So, we have this one here. Okay. And uh, these ones are actually disposable ones. Okay. Yeah, it's disposable. So basically, it contains enough liquid for you to go for about 2,000 puffs. Uh, it comes with a built-in battery. You buy it. You just press it down, and then you're good to go. Then you just, uh... And how much is that? Um, this is going for 30 bucks right now. Really? 30 ringgit. Yeah. 30 ringgit, bro. Uh, and, it, and it's really worth it. And what happens is, like, um, 
unlike other device, unlike other disposable devices, where you just throw it after it's done, or sometimes the battery might just go exhausted, even though you still have liquid. Now this this bad boy has become to the yeah a micro USB charger. So um, if it runs out of battery, if it runs out of battery, you recharge it and you use it back again until the liquid is really done, and then you throw it. Okay, that's way much cheaper than smoking a cigarette, man. Not that I'm encouraging anybody out there. So for the benefit of the viewers or listeners out for this particular program, no, we're not encouraging you to take nicotine, but this is for the existing users. Like, okay, Kids, I am not responsible for your smoking habit. You want to smoke? Your pasal, not my problem. But anyway, all right, let's get back to the movie part. We are okay from vaping. I don't know how we sidetracked from movies to vaping. It is out. And uh, is there any plans for um, the production team or uh, rather the creators of this particular movie to come up with a part two or maybe a feature film for this particular movie? Because at the end of the scene, I'm not going to tell you what the scene is about. you got to watch it for yourself, dear viewers or listeners. You watch it, you know there's something that will happen down there would put a big question mark so I am cracking my head right now. Is that the ending or is there a continuation? you got to help me out here, brother. Please tell me there is going to be a future film. Okay, a lot of people have been asking me what is the ending and what's that all about. And I always tell them, like, uh, it's up to you what you want to think it is. And uh, it's, it's how you how you want to collect it. If you were really following uh, the picture, the movie, uh, well enough, uh, you would already have, like, uh, an understanding aha I kind of know what's going on here you'll go like that so a uh, continuation well um, I can't say much but um, the director has, has, has spoken and uh, yeah the original idea was to definitely uh, create a, a longer version of this uh, with more there were a lot of scenes that were actually uh, cancelled out in the last minute because it wouldn't fit the runtime of 10 minutes oh, okay. so this yeah, this definitely has a more potential to be a, uh, maybe even a feature film. We wouldn't know. Plans? Uh, I'm ooh, about it. Uh, this one, I'm not. Okay. I will give it a secret. But, we'll find out. We'll give our fingers crossed. Hopefully, it comes out because now with the technology going on, and uh, you can watch movies online with like Mubi and all the other pay pay per view uh, channels online. Uh, well, I'm really, really hoping for the entire team to come up with the, the full version of the movie. Or maybe part two of the movie. I don't know, man. It's it's amazing. Like what you said earlier, the ending. If uh, for the listeners is watching this, you'll know. Uh, listening to this, you'll know when you watch the ending. You'll just like what uh, Chris just said. You might just come out with your own narration or your continuation of the movie, or maybe you can have a better understanding of what would have happened. So just check it out. It's available on YouTube right now. Uh, it's very easy. It's absolutely free. So you can check it out. Sami Vandachi. Uh, if you just type in "God has reached." Um, you can definitely yeah. see a eh? uh, God has arrived. Sorry, God has arrived. Reached. Uh, that's my God, like, waiting for him. The door. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Chris, thank you so much. You can also check out more about the movie. Just head on to their Facebook page, which is uh, uh, Creative Mind. That's right, Cre uh, Mind Creation Film Company. That's the name of the uh, production company, right? Let's go there. Right. Details on the particular movie. Everything is there. Mind Creation, right? Mind Creation, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Mind Creation Film Company is available on Facebook and uh, the movie is available on YouTube. Please do check it out. And the best part is this. Uh, the moment you ch check out the movie, please subscribe to the channel and also hit the like button and share it with as many people as possible. That's the trend the these days. You have to share it, talk about it, give your feedback. 
If it's a good feedback, you put it in the comment section. If it's not so good, just send them an email. Yeah. That's how it works, lah. Much better, lah. Because yeah. you know, I'm lazy. You know, we just want to say something, means we'll just type out comments and all the way. I, I do watch a lot of YouTube stuff, and um, it, it's funny when you're seeing yourself uh, on some YouTube video for for family. And that's when I started learning this this, this lingo. They were like, uh, do subscribe, hit the like button, and uh, to get more notifications, hit the bell icon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. It's like a compulsory line. I, I, I never did that before until lately. One of the person from the PR company, an agent, or this, you know, this person is so-called specializes in this, calls me up and says, Nev, please tell everyone to subscribe. Please tell everyone to like. So it, it has become my mantra whenever I start the show or end the show. You have to say it. If you don't say it, it's like the show is complete, you know, incomplete or whatever. So I'm just trying to do my best in that part. Hopefully I don't overdo it. <laughs> anyway, Christopher, thank you so much for uh, coming on board and share, uh, sharing your experience about the movie. And uh, I was actually planning to do it exactly the same timing as the movie, 10 minutes and 36 seconds, and I failed miserably. I went to 36 minutes, dude. And I don't know how you guys do it in short films. It is amazing to bring up that much and bring it to this much. Oh, hats off to the team, to the cast members. Uh, director, producer, and everybody involved in it. You did an amazing job. Please do check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, before we wrap things up, would you like to, uh, to share anything with the listeners? Yeah, um, I still didn't get to mention uh, all the other cast members. I'll say that um, uh, uh, my, my friend TK, who played uh, the guy Ravi, uh, he's a fellow playing boy as well. Amazing guy. I think okay. he did a really good job. He's a new new actor as well. Uh, Bravin, uh, Bravin is the drug lord. Uh, he is nowhere the person you see him on screen in real life. He's the soft giant kind of guy. He's like really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's a nice boy. I knew him uh, back in the day when I started. When I was doing a lot of photography for uh, concerts and stuff like that. He was, he's actually a rapper. Yes, rapper. I've noticed that also. Yeah, I was about yeah. why did I, yeah, should I mention about that? Sorry. So them, even 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 TK, the the guy who plays the the guy who collects the money and stuff like that, that guy as well, he's also a rapper too. Um, and of course, uh, yeah, those were the cast, it's very small cast. The crew members, uh, Spike Productions and uh, TK Films. Uh, TK Films, they are also involved in a lot of music videos, right? Yes, yes, uh, they are involved in a lot of music films. And it was so nice working with people who are like-minded. Um, I, I can really share and understand his vision of things because I'm a person who, who, who wields the camera as well. So it was very easy for me to work with them because like, when you are in front of the camera, you know that, oh, okay, so that's a 35, that's a 50, should cover from here to here. We know a lot of technical data. So acting in front of the camera was very easy. These nice. guys made it so much more comfortable for me. Yeah. Cool. I well, think that people, uh, future actors, should take into consideration, learn a little bit about the camera also. Huh? Oh, they do. I, I think, I think uh, I've worked with a lot of actors and actresses as well for photo shoots, and uh, it's amazing how they know so much. I think it's their experiences uh, acting so long, they, they definitely learn a thing or two, and um, I think it's very important to know this. Especially if yeah. you're broadcasting and doing <laughs> stuff like this. Yeah. 
I got to learn a lot about photos and cameras. I mean, until today, uh, all my life of being in, the, in this business for over 25 years, if there's one thing I can never do is pose for a picture. I can never do ah. that, man. <laughs> I, know how, I know how many photographers would be cursing me to glory, saying, Nav, shut up and do this and do that. I can never do it, man. I don't know how you guys are patient enough for people like like me, dude. No, I, I can I can I can post I I I can post people, but I can't post. That's why I think I I, I pulled up this, this very scruffy looking uh cast. This is guy Raj. I think I did that pretty well because I'm usually like that. I'm usually natural. Uh, it went for yeah. a natural look, lah. Uh. Oh, it worked out fine. It looks good, man. Well, he, he, the, I mean, he owes thirty k, and he needs to clear it back in two days time. He wouldn't. Think he's going to look really slick and and all. Hey, that's what that's what most that's what most politicians do. But anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, the bigger the, the the bigger the money you owe, the more stylish you become. But uh, that's that's yeah. life, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Is is this the one? The small small ones that don't look really good, lah. Also, the so more hair you look. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even going to get there, man. We're not even going to get there. Once again, Chris, thank you so much for joining in. And uh, what, I'm repeating myself. Uh, remember, check out the new movie. It's available on YouTube. Sami Wanderchi and uh, Wanderchu. Wanderchi. How the spelling goes is C-U-C-H-U, right? C-U, but it's definitely uh, pronounced Wanderchi. Wanderchi, right? Wanderchu. Okay, so just... Wanderchu, <laughs> right? This was wondering. It's like, when I read the spelling, Wanderchu, it's like, hey, this doesn't sound right, but... Uh, Hey, I don't know, no. But at least you got the spelling uh, typed out in Tamil also. And uh, if you if you're a non-Tamil speaking, a non-Tamil reading person, this time God has arrived, and uh, you can see the particular movie. Look for a bearded guy, which is pretty much every single cast member in the movie. Like, almost everybody had a beard in the movie. That's <laughs> no, the reason. We're heading for the lockdown. The barbers are closed. Yeah, <laughs> know, look, look, look at me. I'm struggling down here. I miss my barbers so much, man. <laughs> Understand that. I know the feeling. I know oh the feeling. man, it's good checking out. And also, hey, uh, speaking of photography, you have a particular fa- page or social media page for people to check out your work or future work. Yeah, um, uh, it's uh, you can follow me on my Instagram, which is M I L L E N I A three thousand Millennial three thousand. And on Facebook, my photography is is this called Chris Anthony Photography, and nice. uh, most. Wedding pictures and stuff like that. Cool, man. Cool, man. Now I know if I get married again, sh- uh, my wife's not listening. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. The things like that get me killed, man. My wife is listening to this podcast. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Thank you so much. I hope to see you guys again in the future. And I'm definitely looking for a part two or the full film uh, for this one. Please, please pass the word to the uh, producers, man. Hopefully they do it one day. Sure, sure, definitely. It was a delight talking to you, Matt. I, I really enjoyed this whole thing. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Mutual, the feeling is mutual, man. Damn. <laughs> All right.